Facebook friend request me. I accept his friend request. And um, so today there was some sort of interchange we had. And he asked me on his post, like under my comment that I made about like if I was married. <laughs> and I thought it was a joke made in reference to whatever his post was about because it was some kind of joke about online dating or something like that. Anyway, he... Uh, He's then all of a sudden I start noticing like a chain of my posts that he just likes one after the other. Oh yeah, so and, he's going and stalking your Facebook. Well, and I messaged him. I said, "Hey, rather than not so subtly um, liking all of my posts, you could just message me." <laughs> and so now we're we're chatting or whatever. It's just kind of funny these kind of things. They, well, he probably asked you that because you had a post about Caroline. No, Caroline. no, it was it was totally unrelated to Caroline. Oh, okay. But he's like, you know, it's just weird. Like these things are happening to me a lot lately. Not a lot, but just like pretty regularly. Um, hmm. You know, um, another guy that I'm friends with on Facebook that I guess I know through some people we know of each other or something. And he's all like wanting to get a drink and stuff. And it's weird. Well, it's weird. did you ask him if he's had COVID yet? No, no neither, <laughs> of, them, neither you... of them has had COVID yet. Well, this, this guy that was talking to me today was... Um, this guy was uh, 65. Holy yeah. shit. Get you a sugar daddy? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that so much, well, but I'm more I like, mean... I just want somebody who can hold a conversation with me and, not, and me not have to explain shit to them. That's a big deal. Well, we're out. Yeah. yeah I know, right? <laughs> I, 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 hey, I, we do Google some shit, though. I'll be like, I what is she talking about? I got to Google that. I'd be magnanimous. Magnanimous. <laughs> you just have to talk more with Richard because he gets it. He knows your big words. Your brother wears me Double out, up, though. He wears uh, me out. Well, you know, but he's still adorable. <laughs> he's, he's got <laughs> he moments. I'm not going to say he's without his charm. He certainly has his charm. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, he has that effect. I had, I had, I had, uh, I had, um, dinner with my cousin and his wife and he's like the other super nerd in our family and we got together and it was just like my brain was tired well yeah x amount of time into it like my brain was just really tired because we we're talking about some pretty heavy stuff we went from like Depth politics stuff. to theology to sort of like uh economics I would and fall just, asleep at that table oh, you or would've... i would have been doing shots and gotten up and walked away no you would have been beat to death with it you've just been like oh she's gonna have her conversation with him and that's it but it's just like but that's great if you yeah. can have i mean to have people that you can yeah I just, with like that no it's great to converse with somebody like that but it's just one of those things where i i really want to when you get it, it is too much it can be overstimulating right and yes. so maybe that's what maybe i overstimulate you guys or i just put you right to sleep i don't know which <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not it's a little sleeping. bit of both, I think. And by the way, this is living the midlife. Yeah, it is. And I said it for the first time, and it's not my job to say it, but I know I'm going to let you have this and, one. And time. I'm Lauren, and I I'm really <laughs> oh, not in you charge. Do it. This is not my podcast. This is these ladies' <laughs> podcast, and I want to introduce the uh, Ed McMahon to Micah's Johnny. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. Well, sorry, I, I don't. Like I don't want to. I don't want to relinquish you to a sidekick. That's not at all the uh, case. I'm but, cool with it. Okay, that's so, so cute. we've got Andrea. Yes, hello, and Micah, Tan. Hello. You just are. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, what? I didn't mean to, sorry, I was just going to say that you guys have been friends since you were in high school. Is that right? No, college. 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 Okay. So, yeah. what college did y'all meet at? A very small college in Oklahoma. Okay, what was it called? Cameron. Cameron College. 
for all those people who what town is been that in? through Lawton, through Lawton. the ghetto. Lawton. Oh, okay. They've probably been there either through military, because there's a military base, or um, hiking. So okay. it's known for its mountains, you know. Yeah. Not Colorado mountains, yeah. but for the, here, mountains. Wildlife refuge. Well, yes. I've, yeah, my, my granddad actually grew up in Medicine Park for oh, some yeah. part of his life. I think They've we talked really about that They've really redone point. Medicine Park. Yeah. It's, a great it's place. beautiful now. Yeah, he had beautiful. a little cabin. He, he and my grandmother had a cabin there That's for the longest amazing. time when they were just kind of rebuilding so it and fun. trying to make it kind of a destination again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they've that done a really good job. was 20-something years ago, though. Um, so. It's well, cool. Well, I'll hand it back to you, Mike, and let you have your well, show. Well, thanks so much, Lauren. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, our producer, our brainiac, as you can tell, the one who um, fact checks and keeps us on time. Try to. And adds in a little wisdom when when we're a little more, maybe like Tom and Jerry, you're, <laughs> you kind of bring a different element. I don't know. I feel that's like exactly sometimes we're right. like, yeah. we're like spinning our wheels, whatever. Oh, that's funny. Like, okay, simmer down. So we, we've got a beverage here. Yes. So again, this is Living the Midlife. And this is Reinventing Midlife. And our first time we did this show a few weeks ago, we had this great drink and it was called the Incredible Hulk. And I have a great picture of it. So I'm going to post it with the yeah. recipe. But today, since we are redoing this, we just, you know, our go-to tequila. It's All right. Tequila Tuesday. Yes, it is. So thing. that's what we're going with today. Cheers. So cheers. Everyone. As Andrea tries not to sneeze everywhere, she's allergic to something in my house today. That tequila tastes kind of sweet. What is that? It's 1800. Mm. It's the one we have almost every time. Mm -hmm. It's pretty tasty. It's not bad. We do like our tequila. Yes, we do. We'd love a tequila sponsor. Well, I got got some people we can talk to. Okay. Um, All right. So, uh, yeah, what's our topic today? Yeah, Michael? it's reinventing midlife. So here we are. Of course, we're in the middle of a pandemic trying to uh, reinvent our midlife, or at least I am for sure. I, I am right too. Now. Yes, you are too. You've had a lot of changes in your life. I've yeah, had changes in my life. And Andrea's had changes in her life. Hers have been a, like a little longer, probably than two years from your move here to years, Texas, yeah. from mm-hmm. Oklahoma. And, you know, you've retired from your job. And I'm separated, almost divorced, and Lauren lost a wife and has gone through some changes mm-hmm. and is now changing her uh, job situation also. Mm-hmm. Yep, I left my company and I'm yes. back in practice. So, you know, if you are a, uh, yeah, if you need a lawyer that's uh, got, that gives a damn, it's pretty good. Hit me up. That's right. Anyway. That's right. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can send us a DM and be like, Lauren, I need some advice. I need some legal matters taken care of. Mm-hmm. And uh, she'll help you figure things I'll, out. I'll get right on it for so, a reasonable fee. Not me. I think in that one of those last episodes, I said I was going to get a part-time job at the Gentleman's Club. Hooters? So I can, <laughs> so I can get some extra money. Well, I don't even know if Hooters is open yet. I don't even know if the Gentleman's no, Club is open. Hooters is open. I was talking to another guy. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was there the other night, and the first time he got the courage to actually call me was after he'd been at Hooters and had a few. It was like, what the hell is wrong with these guys? They're grown men, and they can't, like, just, you know, be somewhat assertive, just a little bit, you know. They're scared. They I, really are. I think I And they're really good at ghosting. Too. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because they get, they get nervous and scared. They don't know how to tell you that it's just not working out. Mm-hmm. And so instead, they just don't say anything. I'll leave you hanging. 
But that's not what reinventing midlife is about because we're not really talking so much today about dating. No, no. Maybe we will a little, a little bit, bit, but I don't know. But when we first started talking about, when we did this a couple of weeks ago, um, it was to, it was about focusing also. Be you, do you, for you. So here in our midlife, again, we're going through a lot of changes. Even if you're married, even if you've been in a job for a long time, you're still at that place in your life where you're like starting to question yourself. Okay, I've been doing this for a long time. It's, it's time for me to do something new or like me, I'm becoming an empty nester. My daughter's going to go to college in a few weeks. I'll be living in this house by myself, um, making some career changes, I'm reinventing myself. Of course, it's not the best year for it's, reinventing. Right. It's been a terrible you know? year. Yeah. Like, it's like this year isn't for chasing um, or for forcing your own shit. You know, it's kind of a year for alignment for a lot of people. So there are people that I've been talking to in their careers, and they're just having to realign them or reassess them or direct just, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, move them, move them in a little different direction, maybe not completely change them. But one of the questions that we had was, when was the last time you did something for the first time? And remember, we kind of... T- today. T- today? What did you I do today? I got my hair colored for the first time today. Oh, oh you yeah, never, never had that done before. Uh-huh. Wow. It looks beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. What an experience. How would you like those foils in your hair? You know, it's funny. I looked like I looked like a master shredder with my face mask on and like the armor <laughs> of foils draped around my head. Just, you know, it was quite... Uh, you know, it really was... Quite strikingly, much like Master Shredder um, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Well, welcome to the club of yeah. spending a fortune on your fucking self. <laughs> Worth it. James Tate at oh Salama Page took such good care of me, and I love that beautiful man. And he oh, takes that's good. Yeah, he's, he's great, and yeah, he's the best. And yeah, so the thing about him was like there was several years ago where I had really long hair, actually longer than it was today before I got it cut, um, and I was still trying to. It was my sort of secret gender expression that nobody knew about, right? And then, but I decided, okay, look, I need to kind of focus on my law practice, and nobody wants to hire a hippie-looking lawyer. And um, so, but then I, so I went and got it cut, and I, I went in. My first haircut with him was him cutting off like all my hair, and he was just like, "Are you sure you want this cut off?" Like, and so anyway, so I really needed to take my first cut and color thing to him, and he's done a wonderful job anyway. Yeah. I, awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just babbling on today. I don't know. I know. How much tequila have you had? Just the one. Did you <laughs> Did you have a Red Bull? What? No, What's I'm just on? I'm just kind of in a good mood. <laughs> You're in a good mood. Just gonna, yeah. yeah. Hey, getting your hair great. done will do that to I you. Feel it kind of like, makes you feel so sassy and sexy, and makes you feel good. And yeah, so own it. It's Take, good. The be- the self care stuff really makes a big difference. And yeah, it's like it's like cleaning your house. You know, you always feel better when your house is clean. You always feel better when you look great. Yep. So. We had yeah. a really good friend who texted us just like a week ago. And so through all of COVID, she has not had her hair done. So she sent us a uh, picture of her roots, probably four ooh, inches. Four inches grown out at least. And gray. So she's oh, our yeah. age. She's, she turned 50 years or so ago. Yeah. Gray. So she was like, screw it. She was finally going to the hairdresser. And she's like, just strip it all. I'm going gray. And it looked great. I was just like mm-hmm. such a bold, bold move. Like, I'm too scared. I am. Uh, I got a lot of gray. I've had gray since I was in high school, and I will probably color it for much longer. But I thought she looked really good. I told it her was she so looked brave. like Khaleesi, the yes. queen uh-huh. of dragons. She did. She did. 
But so again, you know, it's going back to that, you know, when was the last time you did something for the first time? So for her to go like that, I was like, awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. I don't, I, I couldn't do it. I'm not going to do it. None of you will ever see me gray. <laughs> I will be blonde until I die. Wearing a, wearing a wig or something. <laughs> I'll tell you, Nana Red, she dyed her hair red when she probably shouldn't have. And she had had so many multiple shades of different red. Sometimes She's it like was a ta- orange. A t- tabby cat or calico. Oh, my gosh. Some days I was, sometimes I'd see her and be like, oh, uh, mom, did you do that yourself? Because yeah. you really shouldn't. Well, my mom's mom, my grandmother, Vivian, she colored her hair black until she was 93 when she passed away. She looked away. good. Black. I don't think yeah. it was black. That, yeah, I know it people that do the jet like black. Over it was jet black, black. until she was 93. Yeah, and it was. I just. She looked adorable, though. She had this so perfect cute. little perfect skin and her little done yeah. up jet black hair. So There's cute. a lawyer so I know, and he he colors his hair like this jet black, and I'm like, dude, you have enough money, you could like get some, you know, sort of natural Make looking it look color. A little, yeah, yeah, natural. But yeah, so, I guess hers was, you yeah. know what? Something we've all done for the very first time what? this year, we podcast. We've had a podcast. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So we can we add that it. to our list. That, absolutely. Yeah. There are a lot of people doing that right now. Yeah. There are a ton right a ton now during the pandemic. Them. People starting podcasts. Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm on several different groups on Facebook, and somebody will post, Wow, I had my first episode and I had a thousand downloads. I'm like, Well, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did you do that? Like, what kind of following? Are you doing porn? What are you doing? <laughs> How are you getting that much following? Yeah, I'm like, right out of the chute. Like, man. It's, it's almost like a, a normal thing now to have when people are talking about what they're doing, and then they said, this is our podcast mm-hmm. underneath. It's like so many of the products, stars, and- or whatever you want to call them, and you know, music people, they've all got podcasts going on right now. Yeah, I mean, so it's the thing to do. I think it's a way of easily and for a low cost really connecting with an audience if you have one already, you know. So And if um, you ha- if you already have a following and that's right. a lot of people are already on Instagram, they're selling products. Yeah. So or they're doing newsletters or different things, which you know, we don't have any of that. We're not selling yeah. a product. Yeah. We're not we don't have a newsletter. I'm not asking for anybody's emails. Uh, None if, of that if stuff. If you if you message me directly, I'll give you my political opinions. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to start a sideshow. I, I, I know you are. I'm going to work on something. You're, you're I'm not trying to, to figure out what I'm going to do, but yes. I've got some Do other it. irons in the fire That's right now. That's another first thing. So in midlife, let's talk about that. Let's talk about changes. So there are a lot of people that have divorce. They're empty nesters. You have job changes. Um, Widowhood. Gender transition. <laughs> yeah, those are those are some complicated ones. Yeah, they uh, Not quite. The loss of your parents. Yes, Uh, that has been a lot this year, and so my soon-to-be husband's grandmother died Uh during COVID. None of us saw her. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what I meant. (laughs) Soon-to-be husband. Yeah, no, I don't need one of those. (laughs) I don't think ever again. Um, But yeah, his grandmother died. None of us got to see her. Mm-hmm. It was just like over and done, and they sent her ashes to Arlington Cemetery where she's going to be buried with her husband. Mm-hmm. Huh. It was the weirdest fucking thing ever. Yeah. yeah. You know, know. there was no closure. Her, there was, sucks. Yeah, her daughter went, and they let her into the house for the day to pack up all her stuff. And so crazy. What's, what's interesting about this is I so being under the age of 50 and being widowed is considered young widowhood, and so... Last year, when I became a young widow, it was a relatively uncommon thing. It was like a club that nobody wants to be a part of. 
And, um, but now I don't, it's not going to be that uncommon. There are going to be a lot of people who are young widows, you probably think proportionally. Through COVID or yeah, just, through COVID. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of losses that are just, it's not going to be, it'll just probably be. Just a lot be, of losses in general, too. Yeah. Also. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, if you have somebody who died around this time, think, oh, is it COVID? That's going to be a thing that we say yes. in the rest of our lives. Yes, so it will be. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, nine months from now, you have a baby. Oh, during COVID? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We know what you were doing. Well, interesting about that, because I was listening to the episode that we talked about the COVID baby boom. Interestingly, they were saying that statistically more people who are staying home and engaging in sex are really actively pursuing birth control because they're concerned about the economics and the job security. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. And that that's a bigger motivator as to whether people have kids now versus just like being around and getting it on, you know? Right. I mean, so... Because people really are more intelligent and better educated about how all that works than they were during the 40s. Well, in some places. I don't know. We can go to Oklahoma and find out. Well, sure. There's definitely <laughs> well, a lack of yeah. education in And places. just like you were saying about things that change, you know, job change and, and um, retiring. You know, people may not be doing retirement right now or job change is forced basically at this point because people are being laid off and mm-hmm. it's just difficult. Businesses aren't going to make it. And mm-hmm. trying to find a job right now? My goodness. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's so hard. And I was, I mean, I was talking about that yesterday and I was talking about, well, trying to find something supplemental that I was going to yeah. do on the side. I'm like, me and everybody else? Yeah. You need to talk about some stuff because um, I got some ideas. Okay. I, I always need ideas. Well, we got, we need yeah. to talk about. Okay. Absolutely. Great. I have a sign in my house, and it says, life is, isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. And I've been really big on trying to create those moments, um, not just for me, but for my family and for my friends. I'm that doer person who's yes. always planning, you know, the parties or the vacations or what are we going to do or how are we going to do this podcast? We're going to do this podcast and, you know, push, push, push. And I do think that when people become complacent, or they're just like, uh, in that stage of life, yeah. too, where they're like not very happy, which I think in midlife, there's so many do. people that are in that stage that they're not happy yeah. for various reasons, and they make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, they do things out of character. Uh, they make poor money decisions or fidelity decisions or job changes. And it's because they're in that funk of midlife. Yeah, you know, and those sorts of things are really more symptoms than they are the problems themselves. You know, it's deep existential dread that causes that sort of need to escape or need to feel validated from something else mm-hmm. or to just just check out entirely, sometimes all of the above. And, you know. and it is amazing once you're going through something, how many people come out of the woodwork around you that are, that set, that are like, oh, my God, I can relate to this. Uh-huh. Or... I need somebody to talk to you about this. I've got this going on in my life. I mean, once I started going through some changes in my life this past two years, the people who have come to me to have discussions or to say, well, I've gone through this or I've had this happen, it's pretty amazing. And I just I just texted you the name of this book today that I saw. Yes. Um, what was it called? Let me look it up. Um, life is in the Transitions. And it's mastering the change at any age. And I thought it was really interesting. Um, the author was talking about how he interviewed 6,000 different people across the United States um, about their s- struggles. 
mm-hmm. and then they he just discussed their roadmap of making it through anything from the it loss was, of a leg right. or family members or um, losing their job or I mean just all these things that happen to everybody. I mean we're not alone. You know this. Yeah. No, everyone's got their shit. Everybody. Everyone has their their issues in their life and what's going on. And just because we don't know it, just because someone's yeah. not posting about it on Facebook and complaining about it, everyone has has problems or. Yeah. Maybe not problems, but they have There's always things something. they're going through. There's Everybody, always something. Mm-hmm. Everyone. But that's why I try to not be so reactive sometimes. Sometimes it's hard, but when you're in well, traffic that's learned. or... But that's learned you know, as we get older. In a, I really in think In a line so. somewhere at a yeah. grocery store and someone's acting out or you know being rude, and I try to remember maybe they're struggling. Well, that's like the old lady that yelled at me in the Lowe's parking lot. I did you said her. You I said you would have yelled at her. Yeah. I'm like, but maybe she was just having a bad day. Well, maybe. Or maybe she's you know, just a bitch. I don't know. Well, people, <laughs> so there was an interesting discussion on NPR the other day. Um, yeah, sorry. I just had to throw that in there, right? Uh, about how tribalism and just sort of the idea that there are, are just our biases that we have, right? That when we have a strong bias, we, we don't have our beliefs, like our religious beliefs necessarily, because we reasoned them out when we became 21. It's because we were brought up with them, and there's a cultural, there's a cu- cultural uh, encouragement to really adopt those, whatever those things are. If you don't toe the line on these things, you don't even question them, you know, until maybe you get older and you look back at it. But like generally, you can't reason someone out of beliefs that they didn't reason themselves into, and so when people well, they have are to upset be open about, to it. well, yeah. right, right, but that's just it. When people say something that, if you talk about how masks help stem the, the thing, it's been politicized now, and people who strongly identify with, you know, right. this or that, will react because they feel you're attacking my view of this other thing, right. and then they feel like they have to make a statement out of it, mm-hmm. and it's completely irrational. There's no right. real legal or scientific justification for not wearing a mask, really. I right. mean, unless extreme the unique health situations. But just we, we react to things emotionally based on like our, our biases and things we're brought up with. And I think that's a big project that I kind of have personally is trying to recognize when do I have bias? When, when I see somebody making a political joke this way or that way, am I, am I extending the same sort of critical eye to the one that I may agree with or that may actually kind of uh, and confirm my bias right. and things like that. Just always right. checking our own biases. And mm-hmm. I think that extends to everything, whether, you know, racial bias, which we all have unconsciously, whether that's, you know, whatever kind of bias you mm-hmm. have, religious bias, political bias. Yeah, there's just so much that we can do just by if we take that critical lens towards ourselves. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's when people have to really look at themselves mm-hmm. too and look at their behavior and what they're doing. So, you know, I have written down, you know, the journey of life is not about being right. Mm-hmm. or pretending that you know or have everything, which a lot of people do. I mean, it's their opinion is the right opinion. It's the only opinion. But it's about learning and creating and growing every step of the way. Mm-hmm. So you should never stop listening to somebody else's opinion. You know, you should never always think that you're always right. You know, our journey, especially yeah. here in midlife, we are smarter, you know, and that's what I was trying to teach. My son was here this weekend, and we had a really in-depth conversation on Saturday night. And he's just still growing. He's, he's almost 25, but he's still in that, 
that young mindset. And, you know, I just, you see him and I want to help him, but he has to go through it. Mm, He has to figure it out himself and he has to stop being so fucking stubborn sometimes. He's got to take (laughs) his lumps. I want to shake him. I want to shake him sometimes. But, you know, he's going to find his way just like all of us find our way. And he's a great soul and he's a good person. Absolutely. you know, he's working on it, right? What do they say? Perception is reality. I mean, well, yeah. your perception is pretty much your reality. It certainly guides your reality, yeah. You want to read that and then go through? I, I, I kind of be more, tend to be more objectivist about it, but, you know, even that's a facade. That's, that's, that's kind of a presumption also, you know. So even, even your objective view is sometimes subjective. We're way off in the yes. weeds here. and you don't We even, are. You, I've lost you now. <laughs> no. But we, we had like a little list. We were going to talk yeah. about people. So so read this right okay. there. Okay. It says, don't just go through life, grow through life. Realize that the journey of life is not about being right or pretending oh, that's that what I just read. Yeah. you know sorry. everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. No, keep going. keep going. It's about learning and growing every step of the way. Instead of getting stuck in a rut or holding yourself back, make your life an adventure. Decide today that your commitment to learning and growing over the next five years is bigger than your commitment to staying the same. Yes. I like that. Yes. Because I good. you just talked about complacency and, and I I I'm I'm one to more Micah is more of the, you know, what are we doing? Uh, it's like Monday. What are we doing Friday, Saturday night? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm well, the same. I don't know. You know, like I'm yeah. just like I like I I could like stay at my house and like watch Netflix and like whatever like, until nope. she calls and says, "Hey, what are we doing?" I'm like, "I don't." I'm like, what are when, we doing? <laughs> I'm like, Wednesday night we have this. Thursday night we have this. Then on this weekend, how about this? I'm then like, how okay. about two weeks from now? There's this band that's well. This is pre-COVID, but you know, yeah, yeah. I was doing that. So go to the page. It's like two pages over. This is that book that we like. This says where are you going to be in five years? Yeah, but it has the people and their age. Yeah, one more. Sorry. Yes, that okay. one. So when we're talking about our ages, this book has um, famous people and their ages, and it's pretty amazing. So in so our don't mid- get hung up on stuff. In our midlife, we tend to say, "Well, we can't do that," or "We didn't do that through our life, and we can't do that now." And this is forget your age, and it talks about people that have done these amazing things at all these different ages. Now, some of these are younger than midlife, but heck, if they can do them, then we can do them now, right? Yes. And like you were saying that Mozart at four, what did Mozart do? He'd written Twinkle, Twinkle by age four. Wow. And yeah. then it says by age eight, um, Mozart wrote his first symphony. That is amazing. That is amazing. Well, he, I don't, could I tie my shoes? I probably by the age of eight, well, I could yeah. probably tie my shoes. Well, but he by was, four? He was a trained performance monkey and was a prodigy. So his you know, wow. father drilled him to death, I'm sure. Now, I love this story. We don't have time to go on the whole story, but the whole Colonel Sanders story about the yeah. franchise of Kentucky Fried Chicken, he started at 62. Wasn't he, like, homeless for a long time? I think so. And, like, was totally broke, didn't have any money, like, didn't know what to do, and, like... But he had a recipe, like a family and, recipe and, like, for the family eight spices fa- or Family fair fell or apart. He didn't have anybody. He was living in his car. I don't know. I don't know. There's just crazy... There's something behind crazy. it, Crazy. Yeah. And then at 62, he's just, like, got this recipe, and it's like the chicken king. Look, yeah. I can't wait until I'm 62 to turn things around. I'm, I'm sorry. doing it. <laughs> I'm going to be you like You know how many actors and stuff get their break uh, yeah. they when they're like 50 or 50s, yeah. 60 or whatever. They get that role or... Wow. Mm. What? At 45, George Foreman regained the world heavyweight title? Yeah, you don't remember that? He beat no. Tyson. Yeah. At 
45? Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you don't remember that? Really? No. It's a no. big deal. <laughs> and Jack, at 46, Jack Nicholas won the Masters Tournament for the sixth time. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's well, midlife. It's also not fair for us to have to compare ourselves to those to, people. I know, to George okay. Foreman. Well, no, else, we can't. Yeah. I mean, well, like, sort of. But who also, else is it? Okay. Yeah. And who else is in the book? Okay. Well, so, well, we can't compare ourselves to John F. Kennedy, who uh, well, won his presidency at 43 either, yeah. or Martin Luther King at 35, who won the Nobel Peace Prize. Don't, um, I guess the larger point is it doesn't matter what age right. you are, always be ambitious enough to really go for it. You know what I mean? Okay, like, who's this? At 104 on his birthday, a man named Carl Evans was interviewed by a Denver reporter. Have you lived in Denver all your life? Asked the reporter. Cal laughed and replied, not yet, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that's I love that guy. I want to hug him like, real hard. Oh, my goodness. He's okay. So Carl uh, Evans. Carl Evans, okay. at 104 years old, was interviewed by a Denver reporter. Uh-huh. Denver reporter says, "Have you lived in Denver all your life?" And Cal laughed and replied, "Not yet, Sonny." That's Me- crazy. <laughs> Meaning that's, that's he's like, I may move to Timbuktu at this point. 104. Still kicking it. That's crazy. Well, and it's kind of funny too. Like, I mean, I'm starting off back into law practice on my own and like starting another venture, which is exciting. And I can hear your laundry machine ending <laughs> it with its little doodad. I have a lot of laundry going on today. Well, Sorry. I just feel so professional and focused right now. Well, we are sitting word. at my dining room table. At least there's no dogs barking or no girls walking by to take showers. The yeah. shower didn't come <laughs> on. Um, yep. Yeah, so, um, anyway, we got sidetracked with that. Yeah. Joan of Arc led the army defense of France at 17. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's she was she had she had a vision from God. So and, like oh, go ahead. And is often credited as being a at least a gender non-conforming person for sure in terms of her role and her way she carried herself and everything. She's kind of a, a non-binary trans hero. So really, Interesting. really all these ages, because I'm looking at this page, and it's anywhere from 8, 20, 45, 78, 105, 17. I mean, you just, you basically, if you have a goal, and you can set a goal at any age, accomplish something if you really, you know, really dig down yeah, deep. Yeah, you're and ambitious make or it whatever. Right. That's, so I have three steps to feel excited again. So if you're in your midlife right now, and you're, especially right now. Let's do it. It says, change your priorities. Not your circumstances. Oh, okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. Well, because okay. sometimes we can't change our circumstances, yeah, yeah, but maybe our priorities really need to change. We well, need to kind of refocus on yeah. something. That's yeah. the, yeah. Don't I used to your life away. How many people do that? Uh, yeah, I, I used to shit. do this. I used to do that. I, and you're like, well, what the fuck are you doing now? And why aren't you doing something about it? Yeah. If you're a couch potato, that's your own fucking fault. Sure. I'm serious. Yeah, Are you bitter up. about that? No, I'm just like when people complain. So here's my thing. I, I travel. I do stuff all the time. And people are always like, oh, my God, you're so busy. You're always doing this. You're always doing that. Yeah, because I fucking make myself do it. Yeah. Because I set it up. I schedule it. I do the research. And I drag people along with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm raising my, my hand. Or I go by myself sometimes. Totally going by yourself still, is, is a good way to go sometimes, when you, particularly when you need to hit reset. I don't reset. like it. I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but I mean, but I mean, I'm yeah. different. And we're As diff- I've all gotten people. older, I I don't have a problem with it at all. Right. But you I very much like a program, right? You I like to kind of have everything set and ready and safe. 
I think and so. And I feel like I love to fly by the seat of my pants. Like I going to Europe that. last year by myself was just. No. I'm in the middle. Yeah. I cannot travel by myself. Like no when, when we go on vacation, I have a plan and yeah. I have a schedule and I book stuff ahead of time. I leave free space. Sure. You, you quite don't have a clipboard like Joanna, but you're close. Right. But her <laughs> clipboard has pool games, activities. And drink games, and activities. <laughs> so her clipboard is fun. Yes. Uh, okay. It's not like do I appreciate this by this those time. People. No. Oh, no, no, no. No, my no, no. sister in law, uh, she would have a spreadsheet oh, with like God. hour by hour by no, hour. That's, see, I'm like, not that's that too bad. Much. I'm not no. that bad. I'm not like that either. No. I but I'm like, but I'm like chill. I have to have chill time, which oh, yeah. I think I'm different than you. I don't need I as can, much chill time. Like you don't need as much chill time as me, mm-hmm. but I need debriefing time. No, which I, I know don't. is weird. Oh, I'm the same way. Like but- I can sit. Like Micah probably could not sit on the couch and watch Netflix for two days straight. I no, can totally I would go crazy. I'm not crazy. I, I no, can I do said that. I would no, go I mean, crazy. No, like I totally would not feel crazy doing that. And I have a lot of people whatsoever. that can do that. I just no, no, I would have to have a project. I'd have something. I'd nope. be on the computer. I would I would be doing something. I just unless I, I was sick. No. <laughs> so what's or like what's, drinking a lot. What's the next thing we can do to <laughs> I don't know. inspire ourselves? Oh, find a new why. Find a purpose. Yeah, yeah. Find your new purpose. Kind of goes with priorities. Sure. So why. find a new why. Yeah, work towards huh. something. You know, that, okay. that's interesting. Like that that's one thing that you really always need just for your mental health is something to look forward to. It well, could be is... the tiniest little thing of like, hey, I'm just getting together with this person. And knowing that you have things to do in a calendar. That's really just, important. And that's You're why right. Micah is able to do what she does, and that's how I function too, is if I put something on a calendar, I have to do that thing. It's there, it's gospel, yeah. you know, it's it's it, unless something really comes up, I've got a confirmed deal. And but also just like something that's fun. You know, you can build yourself up with stuff to keep you busy, but like always have something like you're looking forward to just going well, out to dinner. Well, that's our priorities Or just, too. you know, yeah, hanging out I'm with a friend. About. Absolutely. But yeah. It's like right now. Making sure you have My why is different than it would have been five, ten years ago. Sure. So when I'm trying to look for something or these ideas that I have in my head on what I'm trying to focus on to move forward, they're different. Yeah. So what's my why? And... You know, somebody said to me today, well, why don't you just go back to such and such that you did before? I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that I've sucks. already done that. I don't want to do that again. I'm not doing like family I'm, law. <laughs> I'm looking, I, my ideas and the way I've changed and evolved, I'm moving forward with something different. I don't want to be stagnant and I don't want to go backwards. Yeah. So, and I have to fulfill myself. I have to create myself. You know, so that, work, that's what I'm working we on. We need to do that. Let's, we need to work on our why and then like report it later on. Like and, when we're talking about like our Kind of like our three things for the year that you couldn't even remember what they were last week. I'm things. like, what were your three words? She's like, I, uh, I, I, uh, I said one was organized. <laughs> I remember that. Well, I, <laughs> what was I kind your of, membership? I kind of figure like the flip side of your why is also figuring out like what are your why nots? Like what are the things that you know? Okay, look. I know I could easily go back into doing this thing, right? For me, that's family law. That's like... But push yourself to but, do something different. But what I'm saying is, like, it's easy for me to just kind of get stuck in the trap of doing that. I'm just going to draw a hard line now and say, I don't do that. Because I know what it does to me emotionally and it's Oh, taxing. it's not good for you. It's well, bad for my too. health yeah. right. to do that. Okay. And I, like, know that I... That is not my calling. You should absolutely not do something that if it's not going to bring you excitement or spark to your life. And it's just, again, that. Well, there was a time in my career where I couldn't afford not to, right? There was just no way. And I'm just like, I've got other things I want to work on more than. Oh, no, I'm just raising my hand. I get it. I was like, (laughs) who are you waving waving to? Like, who's here? Anybody over there? Did you see a ghost? Did she see a ghost? (laughs) Hey, we were just talking about 
Um, <laughs> when we get, as we get closer to Halloween, we were talking about buying new shot glasses, and she's like, "Oh, I've got this voodoo shot glass," and we're okay. And I was like, "We need to go to New Orleans, and we need to do a show, and we need to get the Ouija board out, and uh, we need to have like some serious." Yeah, yeah so, I had a really bad get, night the other night. We should go down to the stuff. Gulf Coast from where I'm from. It's like that is some places haunted. Go to Galveston or something. <laughs> Well, we don't need anything to attach to Andrea and come no, we'll, back. No, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it positive. Can, I, can we sage myself? Can we wear a wrapper to sage blanket? We'll We're going to make it like things. a seaweed Ooh, sage blanket. I need blanket a sage thing. blanket. I got, you. I, I, I got you with these okay, spirits. I'll just okay? like that. I got you. <laughs> I can handle these spirits. Okay, I got them. Good. But, I can't. Okay, do we need to have a what the fuck moment? I have do one. Do we have one? I kind of have one if that's okay. It's kind of on point for our thing today. Go for it. Okay, so a few weeks ago before I got COVID, and I got COVID, y'all. Um, a few weeks ago, I went down and visited my parents, and I saw my granddad, and he's uh, 87. I guess he's going to be 88, 88 this year in October. And um, he's my hero. Like, he was only 42, 44 when I was born. Like, he was a young man. And growing up with my grandparents, I was kind of like their fourth child in a way because I spent so much time with them. Right. And my grandmother passed away uh, December before last. Um, and so his wife died and then my partner died not four months later and everybody treats him with such kid gloves and, you know, he and I have a lot of common interests and things and we see things very differently also, but also I think like I've had to have some conversations with him about, you know, he would talk about, uh, well, you know, I'm too old to change my mind about this or that. I'm, you know, I'm not going to change. I'm like... I said, that sucks, man. And I'm the, I'm the only one who could really tell him this because I'm the only one who had some sort of situation uh-huh. where I could say, hey, look, that's bogus. You're a healthy man. You got your mind. You got your hair. You, you have a lot going you for you. You got your hair? He's got the most amazing hair. <laughs> I, got, I got his hair gene, by the way. <laughs> it's going to be this way forever. Um, yeah, but it's just one of those things where he has so much to offer and so much he could grow in. And I just said, that's, that's not, I had to tell him, I said, you can't go through life like thinking, you know, that your pain is more than mine. You know, when you lose your person, you lose your person. When your identity is wrapped up in somebody else. And I got really emotional and we had to have a hard conversation because my, my mom and her siblings, they've always been kind of like, don't upset grandpa. And I'm like, no, absolutely. He's not going to get to play a game of, you know, my suffering's greater than yours because I was with her so long, or I know more about the stock market than you do or the economy. And I'm like, dude, that's, <laughs> you have more experience than I do, but don't act like you know more about all these subjects just because, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And we just had to, ha- I had to have a really firm talk with him. And, and it was good because I think it, it caused him to kind of look a little critically at himself in a way that everybody else is too afraid to do. And I was the only person who had the position to say it. And something about... And I think COVID is kind of doing that for people too. Um, just when you lose your person, when you have to like completely just start fresh and you, I feel like I'm the oldest person I know because that's the level of sort of loss that you really only get to have generally towards the end of life. And I feel like the rest of my life is this borrowed time and it, it just bullshit doesn't, is not worth it. It's just mm-hmm. not worth it to Absolutely. deal with bullshit. Right. And is to not say what you feel and think. Mm-hmm. You can do it no, in a loving absolutely. way. And if people know your heart and if you're open, but that's my what the fuck moment. I will wrap up my preaching. <laughs> no, that was great. 
But, but it's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes older people are really set in their ways, and sometimes it just takes someone who loves them to talk to them yeah. and talk through something, and they realize, well, you know, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, If so if you're serious about change, you have to go through uncomfortable situations and stop trying to dodge the process. It's the only way to grow. Mm-hmm. That's great. No, yeah. Can I add one more first before we go? Absolutely. When I went down there this last few weeks ago, um, that was my first time back in my hometown as Lauren since I transitioned. And it was, it was amazingly comfortable. Good. Wow. Great. In a way that I was, it was, it really lifted my spirits. Because, and your parents? Yeah, it's great. It's great. I hung out Good. with my aunt who I was worried about, you know, and then my granddad and it was all, That's everything fantastic. was fine. I had to really share my thoughts and feelings about things, you know, like it well, try to pronouns. help them understand. But I think that's it. Because it's that's just saying, hey, look. They don't understand. They don't get it. No, and I, I, I try to be patient. I do. Yes. At the same time, it's like, okay, you, you know to use different pronouns. Like my aunt. But people forget. Know. Lauren, I, we somewhat, still do it. I still fuck it up. No, there's a difference between fucking it up and like not changing it. You I, know? Yes. I, yeah, so, I mean, we, yeah. all, kind no, of, I we all screw up. I do too. I get it wrong. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm so. not worried about that. It's just sort of like you're willfully not doing the thing. Anyway, I digress. Let's let's. Do you have another positive note to end on? Well, let's see. We will end on your past is not your potential. Ooh, how about that? Past performance not does pre- not equal no. future results. That's right. Like so, it. cheers, cheers, bitches. Cheers. Drink, Drink up, up and be somebody. somebody.